0: Hello, race fans. I hope you guys are getting excited for the upcoming 2020 season of racing. Uh, This podcast is going to be your one-stop shop for Colorado motocross. So stay tuned, subscribe, strap up, and get ready to throw down this season. welcome to the rocky mountain racing review podcast this is our pilot episode the first ever and currently we don't have any sponsors right now so this episode is brought to you by me and i'll be your host through the rmra state championship series we're going to give you exclusive interviews with the local pros industry members surprise guests spotlight families gear and track reviews and much much more Alright, let's get this started, right? So, let's discuss off-season training. Uh, with the weather in Colorado being like it is, it seems like Aztec's been the go-to track for seed time this year. Uh, they just haven't been getting a lot of snow down there, and Mark and Byron have been doing an outstanding job of uh, getting us some good, good winter riding out there. So uh, a lot of other people have been riding the, the private tracks uh, out here with the snow and everything. They've been prime, right? A kind amount of moisture, the perfect dirt out there, not too dusty. So uh, some epic riding that I've ha- had at some uh, private tracks out there. So uh, most of the private tracks that I know of are kind of all by the DIA area. Uh, one of our good buddies, Justin Garfalo, uh, he's got his own private track out there. And there's a few others kind of by him. I won't mention them until uh, I kind of get okays, uh before uh, mention their names and stuff. But one kind of tip that I do have if you do want to ride people's like private tracks or anything is... Just find a buddy that knows knows of them and everything, and then they can kind of be your in between to see if you can go out and ride there with you. Um, most of the people in the community are really open to it. They just want you to sign a waiver and come out and enjoy uh, riding, just like they do at their place. They put a lot of time and effort into their tracks and building them and making them. Um, so they, it's always nice to throw some contribution towards them twenty twenty bucks or something, just like you would any private track or a uh, local track but uh, just to help them out and support with water costs, fuel costs, and, and et cetera. So just make sure you use the proper etiquette if you're trying to ride out there in uh, any private tracks. So arena cross is coming up. Everybody's kind of getting ready to practice for it. Uh, IMI has an, uh, an arena cross out at their place. Uh, it doesn't kind of get as much prepping notice as, I, uh, as it should, but I think w- once the arena cross season starts up and everything, uh, it's probably going to get better as uh as the winter progresses and the arena crosses start starting up. So right now, if you're listening to this pod, podcast, uh, it's the first. So the first arena cross is going to be up at the Budweiser event center on the third and fourth. Uh, I'm planning maybe a trip up there and go interview some of the guys and, and see how the results end up and then, uh, see if we can do any interviews right now. It's kind of tentative. So if you do see me out there, say what's up. Um, Say that you're listening to the podcast, you're excited, whatever it may be. Um, and then stay tuned for all that swag that we're going to be giving out uh, eventually and uh, the awards and everything. But you're always more than welcome to listen to, So stay tuned, you know? So uh, help us out. Let everybody know uh, that we're doing this podcast and such. I usually stay away from the arena crosses as far as racing and everything. I think they're outstanding uh, training and skills to learn. Uh, it's just, I'm. I'm just not the, the arena cross type. <laughs> I'm kind of a wimp when it comes to uh, gap jumps and everything, but it's really crud- critical for your riding to learn that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just a little bit older in my age and uh, can't afford any uh, more medical bills or anything like that, so i, I kind of staying away from uh, the indoor season and just focusing on outdoors next year and, and just kind of chilling. So if you don't see me racing or, or wondering why, that's, that's kind of my reasoning between... Or for for that. Since we're kind of on the topic of uh, off-season training and everything, I kind of want to ask you guys for some uh, feedback. You can message me on Instagram or anything. What what do you guys do during the winter? Um, get some get some spread around with the the community and see what, all the different types of ideas. Uh, the stuff that I usually do, I, I I travel south, try to beat all the weather. Um, there's Pueblo. Uh, Not very many people know that they do allow riding out there. It's kind of a ride at your own risk. You're not supposed to ride the the actual motocross track, but there is a lot of off-road riding out there. Um, Some single tracks that we made and uh, some some pretty good corner tracks at training. And then just north of that is Fountain Creek, kind of hidden in a little area. You can contact me to see where it's at. Not very many people know about it. It's $10.00. Uh, You just go into a little shed, uh, sign up, pay, drop your money, and then uh, go out there and ride. Uh, There is a course layout. You have to go a certain way. Make sure you kind of look at the signs and everything because if you just go out there and free ride, uh, someone who's on the actual course is going to be coming around flying and there's possible of accidents. So just make sure that you're following the track direction because it is like a – probably like a five mile, it's pretty extensive throughout the trees and the creek bed and everything. You can kind of get lost in there and a lot of switchbacks and, uh, uh, and forks and different ways you can go. So just make sure you're, you're following the proper riding etiquette because there, there can be some serious injuries out there and not very many people out there to uh, m- watch you and, and make sure that you're safe. For the next podcast, uh, I'm planning on having Todd Bannister. Um, I'm just trying to get some details and everything when I'm available and when he's available uh, to do an interview. I'd like to get him on the podcast before he kind of starts jumping right into the Supercross uh, season and everything. I think he would be a good jump start for the the podcast to let him just kind of Tell a story and and what his racing plans are for the Supercross season. Uh, He is one of our, him and Mitchell Gifford are going to be one of our our, our top guys uh, in the national circuit and everything. Bobby Fitch is going to be going out there and trying to be the oldest guy to make a main. Uh, That's going to be a pretty big accomplishment and I hope the best for him. I I hope he just goes out there and kills it and uh, represents us and does something pretty amazing. I think uh, he's got a pretty good chance. He's been riding really well. Um, he has his track that he's been practicing on uh, It's absolutely epic um, I hope he's training his butt off And he makes those mains because it would be sick uh, Todd is doing pretty good We always watch him in uh, qualifying and timing and everything and ho- He's made a few uh, main events and everything So we, we hope him the best And he keeps on getting his name out there on national television And representing Col- Colorado the way he does uh, he's always uh just an outstanding pro. He's nice to everybody. He's always got a smile on his face. Uh Todd Toddy B is Toddy B is a bad mamma jamma. So hopefully uh he, he does really well and I wish him the best and stay safe and uh we'll be talking to each other soon, hopefully. I'll bring that recorder and we can do an interview, buddy. Freestyle. So everybody's probably seen the sick pictures from Jack Jackson of Scotty Scrub. He's been out at IMI practicing on his ramp. Uh, he's doing freestyle now and throwing some pretty sweet knack-knacks and, and uh, been throwing down on the Whopper and such. So it's really awesome to see those pictures and to see, man, that guy can pretty much do everything. He can race. He races the Canada Circuit. He can race the Arena Cross. He can throw in a motocross uh, local race every now and then. He's just all over the place. and. It's pretty awesome to see all the pictures and everything from him and, and throwing down his, his Scotty Scrub style. Um, while at the tracks or awards banquets or whatever it may be, uh he's always seems to be a, a topic of a conversation of those those pictures of him throwing down. So I hope he's doing good and keeps on advancing his freestyle career and uh, keeps on Throwing down those sick pictures for all of us to just drool over, because I know a ton of people wish uh, he had, they had Scotty's style. So uh, keep on doing it, man. You're you're definitely getting noticed, and uh, I hope that new four fifty uh, is pretty sweet bike for you. Unfortunately, with our sport, uh, there are accidents and injuries and everything, and uh, we had one uh, that kind of sucks too. Because he's always a awesome dude to to watch. Is Michael Sweeney um poor dude i didn't get the full details or anything but it's definitely knee injury it's probably either an acl or pcl or probably the full thing but uh he had knee surgery so he's gonna be out for six months and uh it kind of sucks to see uh him and gonna be out that long and everything because he he definitely throws down and a quick dude and Great style. That, that cornering style is awesome for him, and um, getting blown up on Instagram here. <laughs> but uh, so I wish you a quick recovery, man. I was there. Um, definitely wasn't an ACL. I had a PCL tear, um, and was out. I was supposed to be out four months, but I was only out two months. Uh, I kind of didn't really li- listen to the doctors. paying for it now a little bit, but uh, um, just one of those things when you're kind of thick-skulled or, or hard-headed, you know, you just, you want to ride, you, you get out there. But uh, I hope you the best, Mikey, and uh, heal up quick, buddy, because we definitely want to see you back out on the bike. Since we're on the topic of, like, news updates and everything, uh, kind of just came through with Christian Craig that uh, his anti-doping kind of drug test fail at Daytona last year uh, just came through, and he won his Um, appeal so that's outstanding news he gets to go back to racing like January 23rd so that's awesome news for him I know a ton of stress is probably off of his shoulders Um, I know we as a community and everything kind of the general consensus of this is that the FIM is kind of A little bit of bogus and BS and kind of have their hands and where it shouldn't be but we got to understand that like this is a world sport it is not just a American sport yes we made it popular yes we made supercross what it is but we have Germans we have French writers we have all kinds of different nationalities that uh, race and everything and represent their countries as well so uh, the world kind of FIM kind of needs to be associated, but the AMA um, still kind of needs to voice our opinions as well. Because you got to understand that, like, it could be a poppy seed mus- muffin, it could be anything. Um, I know I kind of wanted to bring up some discussion topics on the other Brock Tickle thing. Um, there's been rumors that I've heard that, like, uh, the certain training um Operation that they do. I won't mention any names or anything, but everybody kind of understands huh, the the general rumors that uh, they're they they blood dope kind of often they're they're used to the normal cycling community and uh, that whole kind of, Uh, way of cheating I guess you should say so maybe that was because of or his results were because of that Um, I'm not too sure I I know people said that it was uh, just a a substance in a sports drink that he drank Um, but you know it was twice he did he did fail test twice so um, you never know Um, we don't get the full full updates I'm sure people kind of put things in between the lines and such uh either way Brock Tickle was uh missed he was a a pretty talent uh or a, a pretty good talent gap that we uh we didn't get to have him in there and it does hurt their careers and everything but it seems to me like he didn't suffer too bad um he's back he's excited um it he kind of accepted the uh the ruling on it and everything so that kind of tells me uh, just logically, it kind of makes sense that f- just human feelings and everything, and uh, whether it was true or not, I don't know, um, but that's between him and a, a higher power. i um, not too really worried about it, because he's back in racing, but I'm super glad Christian Craig uh, got okay with uh, his whole deal, and that stress has taken off his shoulders, because he's just a, a super outstanding dude. Um Always like even in Dio's videos and, and following Dio's uh, moto vlogs. Um, I think that's just just awesome. You know, like I feel ecstatic when like Adam Entennapp and, and some of the other writers, um, Tom Parsons and stuff, message me back on uh, Instagram or just have like day to day conversations through uh, Instagrams. Me and Tom Parsons like talk about um, football, we talk about college football. Um, what certain things, and he kind of has the similar feelings and thoughts on the subjects as I do. So it's pretty awesome to to be able to talk to somebody as at that caliber and uh, treat you just like um, they're your buddy or something. So kudos to those guys, um, all three of them. Uh, it means a lot to a fan, um, someone who's super passionate about the sport. Um, it just it reinsures how much you love the sport because it's not just the the riding, it's not just everything, and it's the community, and uh, that's one of the main goals that I wanted to do with just this podcast was uh, make it about the community. It's not about me, it's not about an individual, it's not about the pros. Um, once racing starts and I start diving into it. Um, everybody's going to be followed all the way from 50 riders all the way up to the, the 50 vets or the, the 70 year old vets, vet riders you know, like everybody deserves a spotlight because Colorado motocross is so, it's such a cool family. Um, and I'm very, very, very happy to be part of the sport, um, or, and be part of that community. Um, (laughs) I have had kind of, uh, an, negative kind of face every now and then because uh just the way I was raised um you stick to your guns um you stand up for your your beliefs your your values your morals your thoughts and y- you don't be swayed by other people's thinking or um you are open to other people but you you just don't easily be swayed um you stick to your logic you stick to your guns and uh you believe in your morals and your values so some things I I kind of won't back down on conversations and, uh, I'm working on it. Sometimes I will, uh, just type out something and then delete it or, um, just kind of joke to myself and be like, really, did you, do you really need to respond to any of this? So, um, just one of those things, uh, I like to educate and pass on knowledge. Um, so, I apologize if I uh, upset anybody in the, the past. It's not my intentions. Um, I'm usually a pretty nice, caring person, um, I'd like to think. But so, back to the community. Uh, I hope everybody's getting pretty excited to racing. I know I am, um, and more on the podcast. Uh, I mentioned Dio before. Um, I am planning on having uh, a family spotlight because we're gonna get Daddy Dio, <laughs> uh, good old Joe. Joe's the man. Um, always a smile on the track when you're uh, when you show up in the truck. Um, comes over and talks. So I want to get their story on. He's got probably um, some cool stories about Andrew Short, um, b- growing up on sixty fives and everything, riding the Aztec and and just. I'm sure he's got all kinds of good good stories and then Dio of course is just Dio you know like he he makes great videos he's always got great advice he is awesome at making videos and like angles and thinking about the the way things look and and just being an awesome all-around dude and I think he is a big part of our community um, everybody kind of watches his videos. Everybody knows of him. They, they all scream Dio and stuff. Um, I had the pleasure of going to a rival high school, uh, with Daniel. Um, I went to Simla and he went to Calhan. Uh, we played sports against each other. We played basketball against each other. Um, so it was, I, I knew him before I even rode a dirt bike. So I wish I had a, a dirt bike growing up cause maybe we, we, we could have met each other earlier in life and, uh, became uh riding buddies earlier but uh I'm pretty pretty thankful for the way things turned out and uh where we grew up was okay <laughs> it had its struggles but uh um growing up out there you don't really want to grow up anywhere else after you've been out there and know the freedom that uh kind of the eastern plains give you or any rural rural area um kind of provides so uh kudos to him I plan on uh getting him and sitting down probably we'll we'll show up to the track at the same time probably and I'll have my uh my uh recorder and everything and we'll we'll sit down with everybody and Mona's mom is just an absolute sweetheart um she uh her and her dogs and and my dog and get along and they all introduced each other at Aztec the last time so definitely want to get her her view in it and probably Allison as well because uh they're just uh a pretty good family for motocross uh, I do have several other families that I'm going I, I've contacted one uh, I've gotten a few other um, additional families uh, as recommendations from those people so uh, I plan on having them as well um, I'll, also the the off-road racing um, not just motocross racing but the uh, the cork series the Colorado off-road championship um, that, that needs to be brought up too because they, they put on a pretty cool race and, and a good family structure as well too. So I'd like to put a little bit of shine light out on them. Um, the Barlows uh, and George Pennington and some of the others uh, around there too. Uh, the, the Smiths um, have a really outstanding story. Uh, Bryce is doing great. Bryce Smith is uh, probably one of our top off-road um, riders. I know the Shondex um, are also I got them lined up. Um, been contacting Bryce um, since I've been speaking on off-road. They're they're the dual sport. They do both. Um, Cole was. Like one of the top 250 riders, I think. Uh, I could be staying that wrong. He could have been a 450 rider. But, um, I mean, he he had a lot of spotlights. So, Cole was one of the the top riders. And he's been doing more of the off-road stuff. I don't know if it's because of injuries or just uh, switching up the interests and everything and developing his skills on a a different route. So, uh, I can't wait to get his stories Bryce is hilarious, and uh, I think it's just absolutely awesome that he'd get in front of a mic and uh, crack some jokes and get everybody uh, just laughing. Uh, I think he'd be great on the, the podcast. So I'm going to try to wrap it up here, um, and then I'll probably do a closer, like a little closing um, template. <laughs> Since this is the pilot, I'm getting ready for all the other ones, and I want to get like timing and everything So, we're almost up to like 21 minutes. So, let me know if we need to do shorter podcasts, longer podcasts, or if there shouldn't be like a a specific time. It should just be what it is. And if you lose interest, you lose interest. So, give me some feedback. This isn't about me. This is about us. Um, So, Ride hard, ride fast, and God bless. If you need anything, uh, have any questions about more about tracks or any of my knowledge or anything as we, we grow this, you feel free to contact me. Um, I love getting messages or, or anything um, from everybody. Um, I think that's why we're doing this. So uh, thank you for listening. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap. Normally, I would thank all of our sponsors right here, but this being the pilot episode, I'm going to thank the most important person, and that is you as the listener. Thank you for contributing to such a great community and letting me be part of it. Remember, this sport may break our bones, but it will never break our souls.